The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if? What if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing the all-new RAV4 Hybrid. 208 combined horsepower and standard all-wheel drive make it the most powerful RAV4. Plus, with its head-turning style and breakaway speed, it's bound to change the way you think of a hybrid. The all-new RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota. Let's go places. Horsepower. Ratings achieved using the required premium and leather gasoline with an octane rating of 91 or higher. Premium fuel is not used. Performance will decrease. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's going on? Want to welcome you to this Tuesday edition here of the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. We are presented to you by Fantasy Draft. We thank them so much for uh, sponsoring this show, allowing us to bring you free content like this, the happy hour, and to pay them back. All you have to do, play on their site. Give it a try. I think you'll enjoy it. Baseball season, the most flexible rosters you're going to find anywhere. Rake-free head-to-heads. And uh, remember, use promo code GRINDERS when you do so. So, therefore, you get three months free of the Fantasy Draft uh, premium product here at Roto Grinders. And we thank them so much for uh, putting their name on this very show and bringing you free content at Roto Grinders. And uh, obviously, I'm coming off a weekend away. I was at the FanDuel Baseball Final. Thanks. To the invite there, had a great time, thought it was a good event, and my voice, you know, it's always a pretty good sign, and I'm sure it might sound fine through the microphones or whatnot, but it still feels raspy to yours truly, so that's usually a good sign that uh, I had a fun weekend, and I certainly did, and congratulations to all the finalists, uh, J-Grow, J-Grow, I don't even know how to pronounce it, uh, but he was the big winner. The local guy from Chicago won $250,000. Uh, I have no chance, one second, and uh, he's a guy I know who is a uh, Roto Grinders member, uses a lot of our content, had a good time talking to him. And then Big Papa Gates with the third place finish. So those were the big top three in that uh, championship event. But a lot of stuff, you know, you get away this time of year just for a day or two, and then you're inundated with uh, big industry stuff. So uh, I'm going to talk about the promo on DraftKings. One billion dollars. We'll talk about a change at FanDuel. Uh, They decided to say, you know what? We didn't go big enough. So uh, they upped their Sunday million. We'll give you the specs on that. And of course, we'll get you set for the day in baseball because you still have expectations of getting that kind of game content. And uh, we'll bring that to you here on the show. So uh, that's what we got uh, set up for the rest of the day. And before we get into all of that, we've got our own important thing to talk about, and that is Roto Grinders Premium. That's right. Uh, the NFL Premium product is set, available for purchase. And again, it's going to be as good, if not better, than anything we've ever done here at Roto Grinders. I seemingly say that like every time we roll out premium. But we try to raise the standards of what we're doing, and uh, I think we're, we're really doing that. And uh, one of the very neat things that we have going this year is going to be this Lineup HQ. 
Uh, it's uh, basically going to be your headquarters for building lineups, and we're going to be able to have a ton of content um, available to you on one single page while you're building lineups. So, you know, typically you're doing it with like multiple tabs and, and you know, uh, maybe you're listening to Grinders Live on one tab while building somewhere else. This, you'll be able to have everything together and in control on one page and all your important stats that you're going to be looking at. Uh, we're going to be having uh, the same premium videos that we did. We are going to be rolling out some newer premium videos, including the ownership report, which is exciting. We're going to have, obviously, Chris Gimino, but uh, Escott is going to join us for that. He's a guy who uh, is obviously one of the best tournament players you're going to find, and we are excited to kind of have him on board for uh, doing that quick examination on ownership on Saturday mornings. And, uh, you know, we're going to have a media announcement later um, that's going to have some extra premium stuff on it. We're just ironing out a few extra things there. But uh, overall, JM and Jamino and, and, and Scott and Cam and the team there put together uh, just a great, great setup of, uh, of content for you. So you go on the front page of Roto Grinders, you can see it. Uh, they've got everything spelled out for you. And more than anything is... That now that we're rolling this out, it's uh, we're also doing the best deal you can in premium right now, and we basically dropped our yearly price for. I'm assuming a limited time only. I, I asked this morning what that time is, and I did not get an answer. But um, typically, it was what two ninety nine for an entire year of Roto Grinders Premium. Well, right now, because we just rolled out this NFL product, we're cutting seventy five bucks off of that price. So it's like two twenty five or two twenty nine. For the entire year, and that's baseball, basketball, football, hockey, PGA, all of that is covered in this. So you get that, and uh, you know what? That's going to really just, it's a set it and forget it type deal. Once you get it, then uh, you know you are locked in with uh, the best premium product for the entire year at just uh, a very fair price, too. And um, I, I hope people take advantage of that because I think it's something that's going to be very, very uh, useful to you throughout the year. And, uh, you know, I, I hate the whole breakdown like, oh, you spend a dollar a day playing Daily Fantasy, you know, or it's less than a dollar a day. It's less than a cup of coffee a day, but I'm going to do it. It's less than a cup of coffee a day. So uh, if you play any meaningful amount of money uh, in Daily Fantasy, this can certainly kind of give you an edge uh, moving forward. So check that out if you haven't done so. And uh, I think you will enjoy it. We'll still have the yearly, or not yearly, the um, seasonal packages for those of you who just play football. And uh, we'll also still have our monthly, which is great too, because the monthly does cover all the sports per site. So it's 30 bucks. For, for FanDuel, you're going to get uh, PGA, you're going to get NFL, you're going to get MLB for the month of September, which is pretty darn good value for, what, 30 bucks. So uh, check that out. Uh, all of our premium stuff is ready to go for you this season, and it includes preseason content. And believe me, I highly recommend getting Seth's Marketplace package if you haven't done so already. But um, I, me and Mangone are going to be doing a show on uh, Wednesdays for you that's going to kind of get you uh, prepped for the weekend in preseason football. So we'll have a little bit of preseason content for you as well over the next three weeks. So uh, that's the Roto Grinder sales pitch, and uh, I don't even think it's a sales pitch. I think, you know, the number of people I spoke to throughout the uh, weekend 
who are who not just were subscribers or members, but uh, it's just it's awesome. Like getting that feedback and knowing that people are using the products that uh, you and the team builds. It's pretty gratifying stuff. So uh, check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. All right, let's get to some industry topics, and then we'll get to baseball for tonight. We'll start with uh, the the billion-dollar game that uh, was announced yesterday by uh, DraftKings. It's the billion-dollar lineup challenge. That's right. Uh, build a lineup. Have it be the absolute best lineup that can be built under the uh, salary cap, and you could be winning one billion billion dollars um and this is a free roll this is a part of a hundred thousand dollar free roll that they have going for today and you know it's hard to to get mad at anything that uh in that involves free and billion dollars together so i'm not going to because uh, i think there's good things about this but i also feel like there's a couple of aspects that i just kind of like i don't say shake my head at but uh, just a little frustrating to see, you know, are involved in this. And uh, the first thing, though, is this is a really sharp and smart kind of gimmicky, um, you know, gimmicky promotion that they're putting out there because it's really, you know, you got the buzzwords, billion dollars. Like, it's hard to win a billion dollars. Like, the Powerball doesn't rarely get to a billion dollars. So anytime you can offer that type of thing, you're going to gain um, a lot of notoriety, um, a lot of social media buzz, things can go viral, and I think that's the purpose of this. Now, clearly, as you probably read about, DraftKings doesn't have a billion dollars sitting around waiting to pay somebody out. This is all done through insurance companies and uh, probably multiple insurance companies, probably insurance company uh, hedging against other insurance company. And I'd be very curious to know what the insurance premium is on something like this uh i had some speculation come in at like 250k uh, i think between 100 and 200 might be the right number and you're probably saying man that seems like kind of low for a billion dollar possible payout but let's just put it this way the 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 chances of said insurer having to pay out a billion dollars is literally zero okay and I guess nothing I suppose is impossible but it's literally zero and I'm not just talking about the contest itself because coming up with that perfect lineup is going to be incredibly difficult because let's face it like you've got uh you've you know you you put you know put the powerball into uh your mind you know, and think that admittedly it's a little bit different because some players have a greater chance of being the quote unquote chosen number than the some odd numbers that you have in Powerball. Everything is equal, um, but it's just incredibly diff- difficult because you've got larger rosters. And uh, I think somebody has been like tracking this in NFL over the years, and um, I-, I don't think it's ever happened. It's happened in golf before but golf is very very different because golf is different roster structure limited number of uh, people in the player pool where fantasy football it's just going to be incredibly difficult to even remotely happen and then in the off chance in the two trillion to one that somebody actually picks that lineup they're not going to be paying out the billion dollars because the payout structure is 
Oh, you get $5 million for 51 years, and then we're going to give you a lump sum payout of $750 million. And I can tell you right now that nobody in their right mind is going to do that, especially now, and, and I haven't read the fine print, but I'm assuming that $750 million lump payout is not transferable. Like, if I die, can I give that to my son or my daughter or my estate? Do they get the $75 million payout? If that's the case, then potentially, potentially somebody could do that. But if that's not the case, if it's like, nope, you die, you don't get the money, then there's zero chance anybody will go for the billion because God knows what I'm going to be, where I'm going to be in 50 years from now. Uh, probably dead is, is, is where I'll probably be. As sad as it is to say, uh, I'm 37. That puts me at 87. I think there's a chance I can get there. Uh, I hope I can get there. But there's also a very good chance. I'd put it like 50-50 whether I could even make it. Um, so, yeah. like, And then you look at the lump sum payout. It's what? One-third of that, like $300 million. So, yeah, this insurance company, yeah, they're probably not going to be paying out a billion dollars. Um, and the likelihood of anybody hitting it is very, very minuscule. Um, and and that's the one thing that I'm a little bit like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's we saw FanDuel and DraftKings pay, what, State of New York, like $5 million a piece in that neighborhood, I believe for like false advertising claims. I'm not saying this is false advertising claims, but it's also um, just just is, is somebody's not going to win a million a billion dollars. And they're not saying somebody is going to win a billion dollars, but you throw that number out there and you wonder if people roll their eyes at it or if they legitimately are like, "Okay, I can really win a billion dollars. I'm going to go sign up and play." Um, so it's just, you know, the climate of daily fantasy is way different now than it was a few years ago. Like people kind of stopped caring about daily fantasy and, and what it is and what it isn't. Um, but I don't know. I feel like there's upside in the potential of the buzz that it brings. But I also wonder if it's like, you know, roll their eyes like, Oh, here we go again with daily fantasy making outrageous claims. And uh, even though that might not be happening, um, you know, a billion dollars throwing that number out there is uh, it's above and beyond what, um, what is realistic here today. Um, and then the one thing that actually even rubbed me more than anything, uh, and I didn't see this in any advertising, but I did see it in the press release that I, that I got from DraftKings. And, and here was the, uh, here was the, the line. It says, creating the flawless lineup and scoring the maximum number of possible fantasy points is the greatest test of skill for DraftKings fans. So basically, they're saying, like, the greatest test of skill will be whomever can build an absolutely perfect lineup on a given day. For real? Like, I feel like I want to uh, put the old Elmo.gif right now where he's like, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are like countless number of things with Daily Fantasy that make it a skill game. I am 100% in camp, in the camp that, you know, playing and winning in Daily Fantasy is a skill. 
And there are a ton of different aspects that will make the cream rise to the top, whether it's just examining um, the matchups, whether it's putting game theory into effect, uh, bankroll management. I mean, there are a, you know, opponent selection. I mean, there are a myriad of different things that make this absolutely a thousand percent a skill game. This billion-dollar challenge, this billion-dollar lineup, uh, very little of those things even apply here. Um, and I don't think like it's anywhere near the greatest gauge, the ultimate gauge of skill in building a lineup. But that's nor here nor there. I'm not the one who wrote the press release. I wouldn't have put that in there, um, but it was. So that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But I don't want to be a hater in the sense of they're doing a $100,000 free roll. Like They're going to be giving away $100,000 for people in this tournament, and you're not going to have to play pay a single dollar. In theory, somebody has a chance to win a freaking load of money without having to pay a dollar, and you're going to get a lot of buzz about it. Let's hope the buzz is positive on this one, and we don't start getting articles about, you know, uh, oh, DraftKings is back to their, you know, uh, old tricks again, you know, with, with a contest that nobody can win, which isn't truly which isn't true because somebody is going to win money out of this $100,000. But are they going to win a billion dollars? Chances are no. Do I want somebody to win a billion dollars? Hell the yes. I'd love to see somebody win a billion dollars. It would be an amazing story. It would be uh, be something people could talk about and really put uh, you know DraftKings and, and Daily Fantasy back on the map in, in a sort of way. Um, but is it going to happen? Uh, probably not. It's probably not going to happen. I'd love to see it happen. But uh, but the good thing is, you know, they're trying to drive more people. They're trying to get back out there again. But uh, hopefully we're, you know, smart about it. Um, and the next thing is uh, FanDuel. Uh, I did notice that uh, they rolled out two different things yesterday. And one of them is uh, kind of a newer concept that they're rolling out, um, which basically kind of might be their NFL mix-up version, which is um, basically going to be their NFL mini, which is going to be a five-man lineup, no salary cap, and uh, I'm guessing we'll see kind of that as a standalone game, Um, but they're calling this the Golden Five, which is their NFL mini contest, five-man lineup, and very similar to the DraftKings thing is, you know, you've got to build the best five-person lineup that you can. If you build uh, the best possible five-man lineup, then you'll win $20,000 in week one. Nobody wins. It'll roll over to another 20000 the following week. And if no one claims this prize by week 17, that $340,000 will go to that week's top finisher. So it's kind of like a rolling jackpot. And if somebody would get it uh, week one, then um, if somebody would get it week one, then you know the next week it would be twenty thousand again, or if somebody got it week three, then week four it would go back to twenty thousand. So uh, this is kind of a rolling promo that they have going, and uh, pretty interesting little concept here. It's different in the fact that there is no salary cap, and you're only picking five guys. So the likelihood of somebody being able to look at you know the top five players and be able to roster David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, um, 
and I'm assuming this does not include kickers, let's hope, uh, it should be way more doable. Now, that's to, not to be said that there every week seemingly a non-big-name guy does something well. So it's going to be still very hard, but it is absolutely more attainable. And that's why... Uh, but the, the thing about this is eventually they're going to be paying out that money. So uh, again, if it comes down to that final week and nobody has uh, nobody has won that, well, that's the week you want to get involved because you got $340,000 going to that top finisher in that one. So uh, this is kind of a new basic, you know, easy picking type of game that FanDuel's rolling out. I'm assuming we'll see it in their lobby fairly soon. I didn't see it yesterday when I took a look at this, but... Um, but again, trying to simplify a game and give options to other people who don't want to play salary cap. And is it my favorite thing? Not really, because you're probably going to have uh, a decent amount of you know lineup overlap. People are going to take a lot of the top guys. Uh, but it's also kind of interesting. There's probably some game theory to be had in the tournament side of things. The cash games, like just take your top projected guy at every position and kind of move on. Uh, more than likely, unless, you know, there's probably going to be days or weeks where you see a top projected guy that you're like, I don't like this spot for him. He shouldn't be the top projected guy. Um, maybe those are the weeks where you get a little bit more aggressive with it, you know, in a cash format where if you're like, okay, I'm going to play the fade on this guy. Cause I know everybody's going to have Le'Veon Bell because everybody can have Le'Veon Bell. Well, that's maybe a situation where you can, you know, pick and choose your spots, um, and, and look at what maybe the rest of the field or or what a lot of other people might be doing with their lineup. So uh, it's kind of too early to to get a full read on exactly what it is, but the overall concept uh, I'm okay with, um, especially when you've got that that rolling kind of jackpot, that final little payout, uh, regardless of, of the outcome. I think that's kind of a ni nice little uh, addition there. So that's something new that came to FanDuel. And then this one really surprised me, and it makes me wonder kind of uh, – what happened here where FanDuel basically doubled their Sunday million. Uh, they sent an email out and said, Hey, we basically are going from 2 million to 4 million and we're raising the buy-in price from six to seven bucks. And they did the right thing and basically said, if you've already registered for this, we're paying for your entry into this kind of new game. So everybody got an extra buck towards that entry who had already pre-entered that contest. Uh, but this new one, it was $2 million um, and it was what 200k maybe on the uh, on the first place payout 10%. Well, now it's four million dollars with a one million dollar first place payout. So they're kind of going the quote unquote millionaire maker route. Now the one thing that I think is interesting on this one is the buy-in is less than half of what you have at the millionaire maker. It's seven dollars to uh, buy in. Million maker is twenty dollars. Um, and it'll be very interesting to see. A, how it sells this first week. Will it sell out? Will it come close to selling out? And is this something that they're committed to doing um, moving forward? And then the third thing that I'm really curious up on is why did they change it? Like, why did they not roll out with this prize pool to begin with? Is this a reaction from what DraftKings prize pools were put out? Was this a reaction of a board shift. If you didn't see, you know, uh, I think FanDuel's founders lost two or three seats on the board recently. And maybe the, the shift there is saying, hey, we need to get more aggressive here than we've, you know, ever been. And 
uh, I, I think it's interesting. And it doesn't mean that they raise capital, that they have the ability to maybe take a larger loss on this game than they would have otherwise. Uh, I don't know. I think those are questions they're probably not going to get answers to, but it's something to kind of speculate at. But am I kind of excited about it? Damn right I am. I mean, million dollars on a $7 entry uh, doesn't blow up your bankroll all that much uh, to throw in you know, multiple entries into that sucker. Is it going to be hard to win? Yeah, there's over a half a million dollar en- or half a million entries. I think it's like 600K plus in that one. Um, but somebody's going to be, somebody's going to win it. It's going to be fun to watch, going to be fun to play. Uh, how these sites do week one is going to be very, very interesting. Uh, you know, both are going to be spending on marketing. DraftKings is uh, sponsoring the big ESPN fantasy football a thon that's kind of happening right now and uh you know it's kind of uh, you know back to competitive mode here you know playing nice for a while and it's back to uh you know being competitive versus each other and i'm already seeing it on social media a little bit um which it's kind of disturbing kind of sad but we're starting to see that just a little bit um but nonetheless uh it's going to be an interesting football season there is no question about it and uh, it seems like both these Companies are, are putting their uh, pedal to the metal once again and and trying to wrangle, uh, trying to wrangle market share once again, and that's good for us players. But uh, hopefully, there's enough players to fill these tournaments, and you know we get daily fantasy say back to where it needs to be because it's pretty darn good right now. But uh, continuing to push forward with some positive momentum here, but uh, you know. We'll see what else comes. I'm sure there's more to come. We haven't had a single live final championship um, announcement had for FanDuel or DraftKings for NFL. You know, that is going to be coming. um, And I'm sure there's other stuff on the horizon. So uh, we'll keep you plugged in here on the podcast. But uh, those were the the little industry topics that uh, reared its head here over the last 24 hours. Uh, All right, let's get to baseball here on tonight. I know we're 25 minutes in, but... Felt like I needed to give some commentary on those uh, two things that really, you know, brought some interest to the daily fantasy sports world yesterday. Uh, but baseball today, we got a full Tuesday slate, final week to qualify over on DraftKings. So make sure you go over there, and uh, if you want to try and get to that live final, you, here's your chance to do it uh, before the um, qualifying period ends. So certainly uh, an opportunity for you there again. Great rake-free contest over on Fantasy Draft. I uh, hope you check them out as well tonight. Uh, quickly, before I get into the analysis, I do need to say a quick thank you to our friends over at Blue Apron. That's right. They are a fine sponsor, and you know what they are by now. They uh, make life easy on you as a busy adult who needs to be eating better. And that's right. They're delivering great, fresh uh, meals and ingredients to your doorstep so you can make these great meals at a nice, affordable price. We're talking less than $10 per meal. You get a new variety of recipes each week, and uh, sometimes they'll surprise you, or you can get and pick what you want to eat each week. Now, uh, each meal will come with step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe, um, card, pre-portioned ingredients, and they take about 40 minutes or less. So uh, basically, what we need you to do is... Check them out over at blueapron.com slash fantasy fix. That's the way to kind of get the best deal here. And we'll tell you about that deal in a moment. But some of these meals, 
They're really good. And you know, I've done this uh, different periods of time. Uh, I'll do it, then I'll go away for a while, then I'll do it again. But we've got meatball pizza, fresh mozzarella, charmed tomatoes. You've got sauté shrimp and green beans with golden tomatoes, spinach, orzo pasta. It sounds complex, but they really make it super easy on you. And the wonderful thing about this is um, you get fresh food. I mean, it's guaranteed freshness. Um, they promise every ingredient in the delivery uh, arrives ready to cook, or they will make it right. You reach out to support and say, hey, this wasn't right. They'll take care of you. But that, I feel, is not going to happen at all. I've enjoyed my experience with Blue Apron. Uh, I think you guys will too, because you know what? Cooking together builds strong family bonds. It's healthier than going out to eat, a lot healthier than going out to eat. And again, the price just can't be beat. So check out this week's menu, and then you're going to get your first, not one, not two, but three meals for free with free shipping. You go to blueapron.com slash fantasy fix, blueapron.com slash fantasy fix, and you're going to get three free meals with free shipping. You're going to love how good it feels and tastes to create home to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Blueapron.com slash fantasy fix. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. All right, getting to baseball now, I promise you, here today on the podcast. And uh, pitching tonight, a uh, number of ways we can uh, we can play it here today. I mean, you look at uh, Vegas today, they clearly have uh, Alex Wood as the big-time favorite today, minus 350, the number against Miguel Gonzalez. And that's what happens when you've got uh, Miguel Gonzalez, the highest Sierra on the slate, against Alex Wood, who admittedly has not been really great his last few starts out there. And typically the White Sox, they've been better against left-handed pitching than they have righties. But how excited can we get about him? You look at his last four starts. He's got three wins in each in, th- in each of his last three. And he's basically got under 20 fantasy points in each of the last three. Uh, that's not very good. The K numbers have dropped off. 4-2-5. The ERA 2-1-4-7 over the last four starts for him. Uh, you wonder if he hit some kind of wall there because there was a – before this four-game run – one, two, three, four, five consecutive games, and uh, looks like nine out of his last ten before then were 20 fantasy points or more. Can he revert back to that form is the question you have to ask yourself. At 9,600, I think it's worth the risk on FanDuel today. Uh, if he was back at that 11-4 price, I would say, you know what, I'm not going to go there. But uh, at you know 9,600 today, uh, I know it's a little bit cheaper than he was and his last start on the road at Arizona, but at home versus the White Sox is a far more elite spot for him that uh, I think I can and will get behind him at that price today and and hope we get him to revert back to the form that we've seen a little bit before. 11K, I don't think I'd make that risk, but he's priced in that territory here today where, uh, where I can get behind it. Um, if you're playing on FanDuel, you know, you can look at Gio Gonzalez. He's a little bit cheaper and, you know, he, it's weird that Gio Gonzalez has kind of become uh, a cash game play, but he really has recently. I mean, I've been really impressed with his, um, his game so far this year. Am I going to pay 11-5 on DraftKings? I don't know. 8,900 on FanDuel is in play, but this matchup versus Anaheim is just, a real negative matchup for him because the strikeout upside will plummet here in this game, but he's been super on it. You know, six, five, eight, three, six, six, nine, eight, eight, 
5.95. So we've seen him super steady throughout the year, and uh, that kind of safety uh, is what you like in cash games. I don't see him being particularly viable for me on DraftKings today or Fantasy Draft today, but on FanDuel, you could go there if you wanted to. Um, and the thing is, like, this line is kind of interesting here. Minus 114. Now, I know you're going to have no Bryce Harper today. We're thinking we're going to see Daniel Murphy back in this lineup. But that's a, that's an interesting number for this for a home matchup for Geo against the Angels. We'll see if we get any movement on that one. But that one's kind of setting off a little bit of an alarm in my head. And uh, it's probably going to take me off him even on FanDuel potentially tonight, but uh, definitely on DraftKings. I can't see me quite going up that high to get him. Uh, you've got a big arm in Jacob deGrom going against the Yankees here today. He is an underdog in this matchup, but obviously presents uh, a ton of upside, but at a high price point, 12-6. I'll be surprised to see how many people go there. Um, probably a fine tournament option for us today, but if I want to pay up for some bats, uh, he's not going to be a path to allowing that to uh, happen. But uh, according to our inside edge, current Yankee hitters struck out 25.8% um, of their last 1,000 plate appearances against similar pitchers to Jacob DeGrom, where the league average is at 20%. So um, the K's might still be there for him, and that might make him a little bit more in play on DraftKings than on FanDuel. Uh, looking on the other side, you've got Sonny Gray, who is the big pickup for the Yankees, and uh, I know people had fairly high expectations for him, and he hasn't been bad, but he hasn't really been good. You know, uh, last two starts, you're looking at 16 and 17, um, but he didn't pick up the win there. I think he's in a pretty good spot today. Uh, the win might be tough versus DeGrom, but if they can get DeGrom out, uh, Sonny Gray against this lineup, which isn't bad, um, but they've obviously traded away some some of their key cogs there in, uh, in Jay Bruce and uh, and Walker. So uh, I don't hate him today. I still think I'm on Team Alex Wood over him for a 1000 cheaper, uh, but I think uh, he's another guy who's going to be really underlooked tonight. Uh, it feels, though, like uh, the chalk today for SP2 is going to be Danilison Lamette for the uh, San Diego Padres tonight, and uh, I get it. Lamette has been outstanding here as of late, and he gets this Philadelphia team. Philadelphia's last trip out to the West Coast wasn't a particularly uh, good one for them. Uh, they didn't hit the ball very well at all. And Lamette, uh, he's been solid. You know, Cincinnati on the road, last start, not great at 13, but before that, 23, 24, 21 DraftKings points. He's at 8,500, though. That's a pretty stiff price tag to pay on him. If he's in the 7K range, uh, I think we can you know, certainly make him a, a top flight play today. But um, at 85, ugh. I mean, if you're not going up using a 10, 11 K guy, I guess I get it. Um, but if you're going to go that route, that's a it's pretty, pretty big price to pay on Lamette tonight. So we'll see what that Vegas number is. I don't have it here, but I'm put it at the Patriot or the Padres at like minus 135 maybe tonight. A um, few other spots for us to look at. Danny Salazar against the Twins in Bartolo Colon. He's another one who's just got really a stiff price tag tonight at 12 to uh, 9,500 on FanDuel makes him extremely viable. Uh, but 
I think that Salazar at 12-2 is, uh, is somewhat interesting here. You know, DraftKings last, you know, last start against Tampa gave you 19, didn't get the W. Uh, 33, 26, 31 were elite in those three starts before then. So eight Ks or more in four consecutive here against uh, this Minnesota Twins team. Now, he profiles better versus righties, but you're probably going to see a lineup that's going to feature more lefties. But the problem is the best hitters are righties, Brian Dozier and Miguel Sano. So that's good um, in that sense. I suppose that he's you know better in the split against the better hitters. But if the lefties get on, maybe the these right, you know, Dozier and Sano are so elite they can they can overcome that versus Salazar. Let me see if we've got any BVP on those two guys here tonight as well. Yeah, I mean Dozier's twelve for twenty nine with two home runs, seven RBIs, uh, and six doubles. So he's got eight extra base hits and twenty nine at bats. He's had zero problems against Danny Salazar. So I feel like there is some potential risk there. Um, just kind of uh, with the reverse splits that he has and some success with Dozier. So he's not a lock and load for me on DraftKings at all. FanDuel, uh, he is in play. Um, the other names that I'm looking at here today, Burlander against the Rangers. I love him in tournaments today because he's been really good lately. Quality starts in five consecutive, um, six of seven. And, yeah, the ballpark isn't ideal. Texas, this time of year, you've got 94-degree temperatures. I get it. But um, Verlander, you know, kind of has reverted back to the form that we've come to expect. So I don't hate him here in this matchup at all um, against the Rangers. They're still got an implied run total under five. And I feel like with your average pitcher today in that hitting environment, the run total is going to probably be like five and a half. And that's not the case tonight. So uh, I think that puts him squarely in play for us. Uh, Madison Bumgardner tonight. Uh, Mad Bum feels to have figured it out. Three consecutive starts, 28, 20, and 28. And he gets Miami. Hopefully he learns from other people that you just don't pitch to Giancarlo Stanton because he is absolutely insane right now at the plate. If he does that, he might be okay. But if he doesn't do that, he could be in for the same outcome many other pitchers have had. So, uh, again, tournament option, I, I get it. Um, on DraftKings, at tw at over 12K, man, that's a steep, steep price to pay. 10-3 over there on FanDuel is the number. Uh, the, the guys that I'm looking at here on the, ch uh, the, the slight cheap, I suppose, today, I actually think Tyler Skaggs is somewhat interesting versus the Nats today. Uh, he's been pretty good in his last two starts, and I think he's a better pitcher than people make him out to be. A um, little bit watered down uh, Nationals lineup, obviously, with Bryce Harper not in there. So I think Skaggs, there's some interest there on on my end with him today. 6200 is his price over on DraftKings. So if you need a cheap option, uh, he's the guy that I like. And the one thing I can say is you're not going to have uber chalk, I think, tonight. Even Alex Wood, you can make the case that you know, he's not uber chalk today just because he hasn't been pitching well. So I think it's a really good tournament slate uh, where we're not going to have everybody on the uh, on the same arms today. Uh, Ivan Nova, I wanted to play him versus the Brewers, but he's given up 21 hits to that team in the last two starts. So I'm going to pass on that one. Uh, Kyle Hendricks, Luis Castillo. Castillo's kind of interesting because he's been really um, uh, had some solid performances so far this year, but he's also 
you know, gets himself in some trouble with some walks. Each of the last two starts, three and four. Uh, it really cuts down on your upside when you're out of that game in the sixth inning. So Chicago, it's an offense that's really been playing better. He's 8,100. That's just not cheap enough, likely, for, for me to be a target there. 7,200 on FanDuel's a little bit better of an option for us today. Uh, I would love to take somebody in this Oakland Royals game, but Chris Smith has no K upside, and Jason Hamill, well, he's just is Jason Hamill. Like, have you ever taken Jason Hamill and felt good about yourself at the end of the day? Really, no. The answer to that is is probably not. Sixty six hundred on DraftKings and fantasy draft for cheap it could be in play for you, but I don't see him as a target. So, uh, and then Miley and Andrew Albers in that last game, Orioles Mariners, no thanks. So I think it's it's Wood for me. I think it's still Lamette for me. Even though that price tag is is interesting, I, I think you can go there today. I think Burlander is interesting for me, um, and that's probably in you know maybe even Sonny Gray today. Maybe this is a good start for him. He's not cheap enough. I wish he was cheaper, but I'll say this: it's going to be a great night for tournament pitching for sure. All right, let's get to the bats here tonight, and we'll uh, start at the catcher position. So uh, obviously, the lineups dictate a lot of where we're looking today and uh you know if Kurt Suzuki would be in the lineup today in Coors Field against Kyle Freeland it's a pretty good matchup for him he's been awesome versus left-handed pitching so far this season we've got a total of 11 and a half he's 3700 over there on DraftKings 3400 on FanDuel so he's a path to uh, a pretty nice bat in Coors Field Jonathan Lucroy uh on the Colorado side again loading up on Coors not ever a bad idea to do those both of those guys Certainly pop a little bit. Uh, Yasmani Grandal against Miguel Gonzalez. Really like him. DraftKings feels underpriced today at 3.6K. Um, 224 ISO versus righties. Miguel Gonzalez with the highest Sierra on the slate. So if he is uh, in the lineup today, he's a guy that's really standing out to me as well. And uh, even if it's not Kurt Suzuki, Tyler Flowers is only 3.7. So either catcher from Atlanta. Uh, you got to like here tonight in this matchup. Feels really cheap for, uh, you know, dra by DraftKings standards for us here tonight. Uh, so, yeah, so you got both of those catchers. Um, let's see. Uh, who else we've got at this position? Let's see. Uh, Rafael Lopez, 2K for Toronto uh, against Blake Snell. Uh I don't know the book there on Rafael Lopez, but at 2K, if he's in the lineup, uh, righty-lefty splits, that could work. Uh, let's see, Lopez, 288, 16 homers between double and triple A so far this season. So it doesn't seem terrible for 2K. Um, yeah, that's not the worst option out there. Payups for you tonight. I don't see me going to Buster Posey today. I'd rather get one of those guys in Coors. Um, who are going to, those guys are probably going to be chalked by the way today. So, you know, just keep that in mind. Um, let's see. Is my boy Juan Centeno back up? I think he is. We've got him projected betting eighth today against Anthony Banda. Uh, I'm probably not playing Juan Centeno today. I think that's like an early game anyway, but, uh, good to see Juan Centeno. Juan Centeno's won me some money so far this year. So that's a good thing. Uh, and yeah, I think I'm just probably going to chalk it up with those guys. I think Wilson Ramos today uh, had a home run yesterday. These things do come in spurts. 
against Marco Estrada tonight. Uh, pretty cheap price tag on him on DraftKings at just 2200 So he's not had a great year. Don't get me wrong. Um, and then last but not least, our Jan Gomes against uh, Bartolo Colon. Again, catching very reasonable options out there tonight. Okay, moving on to the first base spot. And uh, Edwin Encarnacion uh, is this back-to-back games, I believe, for Mr. E5. Uh, going yard, he there's a number of guys who are you know starting to swing some hot bats, and he is one of them. So uh, yeah, two homers yesterday, one homer the game before, uh, then went two for four, then had a homer the game before that. So he is a guy who gets Bartolo Colon tonight, 4500 on DraftKings, uh, mid threes on FanDuel is going to make him what 35, 3400 over there. He's going to be a popular play on FanDuel tonight. But E5, he's fine on DraftKings. Uh, I think that Cleveland stack's going to be kind of popular. Bartolo, I don't think we're going to see another seven-inning shutout or whatever he gave us uh, that last game. So he's a name that's uh, that's definitely jumping off the page for us today. Cody Bellinger against Miguel Gonzalez at 5,400. Again, going to be tough to get all these guys with the pay-up options at starting pitching today, but He's the one that uh, does really stand out uh, a good bit. Uh, I don't. I doubt we're going to see Miguel Cabrera potentially in the lineup tonight. I know he's going to pop on some projection models in that ballpark uh, against A.J. Griffin. If he is in the lineup, he could go there, but he's kind of been dreadful lately. Justin Smoke, a 504 Woba this season, 404 average, 304 ISO, and he gets Blake Snell tonight. Uh, Toronto's going to be a sneaky little stack against Snell who struggles versus righties, and he is going to face a pile of them today for the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. So he's a guy that I like a good bit. Um, Let's see here. Anthony Rizzo against Luis Castillo. I don't love the matchup for him, but another guy who he hit the ball a freaking mile the other night. And, uh, again, this Cubs offense has certainly been going the second half of the season. And uh, three hits for him yesterday, including a home run. Again, not my favorite payup, but I suppose he's on the list today. Um, and I think uh, I think that's probably going to uh, going to cover it today at first base. Give me some E five for sure tonight. E five and Justin Smoke, those guys looking really really solid in this matchup today. All right, heading on to second base. We saw Brian Dozier. Pop one on on uh, Sunday in the big live final. He's been swinging a pretty good bat, but it's going to be hard to get away from Jason Kipnis tonight, batting second against Bart Cologne for a uh, paltry $3,000 price tag. So uh, I like him a good bit here today uh, for your cash games. Uh, for your GPPs, Jonathan Scope, 4,100, um, almost a 400 Woba this season versus lefties and... Yeah, that looks pretty desirable spot there. Uh, Wade Miley is on the mound, so if you wanted to look to Robinson Cano, you could. I know it's lefty and lefty. Some people kind of shy away from that uh, a little bit, but um, you know, Cano so far this season, eh, two thirty-five average, two seventy-eight ISO, one or two seventy-eight WOBA, one thirteen ISO. Probably wouldn't go there looking at those numbers this year. That's really bad. Uh, there will be righties we want to play against Wade Miley, but I don't know. Cano for 4-3 probably uh, priced himself out just a little bit there. Uh, let's see a few other names for you. Chris Taylor against Miguel Gonzalez. He's just really expensive, but 
He's been outstanding versus righties this season. Forty eight hundred on FanDuel, DraftKings, you can get him at thirty eight or on DraftKings, you can get him at forty eight uh, uh, on at forty eight. FanDuel, it's thirty eight. Um, and let's see, Jose Ramirez, obviously another nice name for us. Uh, dual eligibility there. Probably take Kibnis over him. You know, price per point. Uh, all right, let's keep it going to third base here tonight. And um, Nolan Arenado, yes, please sign me up. Nolan Arenado, his numbers versus lefties this season are uh, feel like about as dominant as I can remember. Uh, 530 Woba, 407 ISO, and 113 at-bats so far this season. Gets Sean Newcomb today. He's not a bad pitcher, but... Uh, again, this is a spot where on Fantasy Draft, for example, you could play a number of these guys. Manny Machado against Albers. I think he had a grand slam again last night. He's just been, you know, one of the hottest players in baseball the second half of the season. So, you know, both of those guys on the high end of things. And that's where, like, I'm having trouble getting excited about expensive pitching because I really like some of those uh, expensive bats that we have today. I think the value is somewhat limited for us. Uh, Travis Shaw against Nova, another pricey one at 4-6 today. If you need value at this position, um, our boy Ryder Jones is 2K against Dan Straley, maybe. Uh, I don't love it, but maybe. Um, uh, if Giovanni Urshela would be in the lineup today for uh, the Indians against Bart Cologne, I'd love that at 2.6K, but uh, pretty doubtful that is going to happen. Uh, so Rendon, maybe against Tyler Skaggs, pretty incredible numbers this season versus Southpaws, 465 in the Woba, 324 in the ISO. I like Skaggs, so I don't see me going there. Um, and then Donaldson, by the way, that's the guy we got to talk about. He is uh, seemingly back on it again after, uh, falling off for a while. He had, uh, has home runs in, uh, each of his last two games, uh, before then, let's see, he's got extra base hits in... Yeah, let's count it up. One, two, three, four, five, six of his last seven, he's had an extra base hit. Gets a lefty tonight, I believe at home nonetheless. Really good spot for Josh Donaldson. So, again, load up on these uh, big-time third basemen. Freddie Freeman is out there against Kyle Freeland tonight in Coors, but uh, $5,400 is a big price to pay uh, for him tonight, so I'm probably not going that route. Uh, all right, let's go to... Shortstop and uh, first guys off the page for us are going to be Francisco Lindor at 4,400 for Cleveland. Um, feels like a pretty obvious play there against Bartolo Colon. Uh, shortstop, not the most exciting spot to roster these days. So uh, I'll take somebody that feels in a pretty good position here, and that is him. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, so he's the number one play for me. If we got other Price per point, guys, that might be a little bit cheaper for you. Let's see what we got here. Um, Brandon Crawford against Dan Straley today, 3K on DraftKings, uh, 26 over on FanDuel. So nice little price for him there. Marcus Simeon, same price on FanDuel and DraftKings at 3,500. So he's a guy who will definitely jump off the page for some people. Wilmer Defoe, I didn't talk to him too much about second base, but could be shortstop punt for you today if he's batting second at the top of the lineup he's been really good versus lefties it's small sample size but uh 375 in the average 430 on the woba so far this season so that's the hand in a split you want 
Uh, Kyle Seeger in the Dodgers should put up a pile of runs today, so he's never a bad play. Um, not going to go Didi Gregorius against DeGrom. Uh, and I think those kind of cover my uh, my shortstop plays for me. Xander Bogarts versus Mike Leake. Uh, price is fair for him. Um, again, just not enough power for me. I probably, if I'm going to go that high, just go a little bit higher and get Lindor for a little less than a thousand more. Uh, all right, moving on to the outfield spot for us here on this Tuesday. And, uh, clearly we got to look in a couple of spots here. Again, I told you, I like Baltimore. That's putting guys like Bautista, Steve Pierce, squarely in play for us. 4,200 on Joey Bats, 37 on Steve Pierce. Uh, I like that team as a stack tonight. We talked about the Cleveland Indians, Jay Bruce. He is priced up at 4,500, but he's a name I think we definitely still have to look at. If you need uh, a bit of a value option, Jock Peterson today, big power against the flyball pitcher and Miguel Gonzalez. He is under 3K on DraftKings tonight at 2,900. So I feel like he's a guy who's going to come off the page uh, for a lot of us in this matchup. Uh, Justin Upton and Mike Trout, two really good matchups for these guys um, for the price. I mean, Upton's at 5K. Trout's probably not going there at 5,600 against Gio Gonzalez, who's been pretty good so far this season. But uh, I could see some people still putting him into their lineups depending on how they uh, how they roll their uh, their starting pitching. Uh, Corey Dickerson tonight, uh, 3500 uh, He's kind of cooled off the second half of the year, but I feel like that's really a good price for him against Marco Estrada uh, leading off there. Ballpark upgrade for him, getting out of the trop. And Dickerson, 8-for-17 in his career with a home run. Logan Morrison, also really good BVP there. Six for 18 with three home runs. So a couple of those lefties for Tampa. Uh, pretty good spots here today with some BVP on their side. Uh, let's see. If Brandon Moss is in the lineup tonight, he is really cheap on FanDuel. I think he's like uh, free over on FanDuel, I, I believe. Let me see. I think he's, uh yeah, 2,100. So if he would crack the lineup today, I mean, I don't really – Love stacking Royals. If you did it against uh, Derek Holland the other day, you're feeling good about yourself. The thing about Chris Smith is he's 38. He doesn't throw the ball hard. Uh, Moss is a guy, if he's in a lineup, I, I feel I can easily take him deep today. And I did bypass Moustakis, which is probably a mistake. He's a fine play today uh, over at third base. Can only touch up on so many people here, boys and girls. Uh, okay, let's get to a few more. Let's see, we got some cheaper outfielders for you. Um... Talked about Jock Peterson, Jose Perella against Mark Leiter Jr. Batting in the three-hole at just 2,900. I think he's a guy who could uh, jump off the page for some people. I'm on team Mark Trumbo as well, 3,600 against Andrew Albers. Uh, nice price tag on him, mainly for GPPs because he gives you multiple home run upside. And, well, there's a good chance not a good chance, but it's possible for him to uh, to do that. And then we've got Nelson Cruz here today against Wade Miley. And Nelson Cruz, you know, everybody's talking about Stanton. And believe me, Stanton's locked in at the plate. Um, but look at how many home runs this guy has. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's got seven home runs in his last eight games for Seattle. And he gets a date with Wade Miley, who sucks. So put two and two together. Things look pretty good for him today. And on the other side for Baltimore, 
Uh, Trey Mancini today versus a lefty. Another spot I don't mind. And I did bypass a little bit of Beef Wellington Castillo. Love him versus lefties. And gets one in Andrew Albers tonight. Uh, I think that should cover most of my top targets for us here today. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, appreciate you guys so much for giving us a listen, a download. And uh, do know we got tons of great stuff happening this football season over at rotogrinders.com. We thank you for being a part of this community. We thank Blue Apron. Remember, promo code FANTASYFIX for your three meals for free. And uh, we'll be happy to be back on the show again tomorrow. More announcements underway. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Coming to Roto Grinders in the days to come, which we are certainly excited about. So until uh, then, good luck in all your contests here on this Tuesday. And we'll chat again here tomorrow here on rotogrinders.com. See you, everybody. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.